0: If you have some, if there's some crazy storied, can't live without it rivalry, like Rutgers Maryland, for sure. Then you just put that over here. We're gonna we're gonna treasure that. We're and gonna we're preserve gonna, that. We're yes. gonna preserve that because we can't imagine. Listen, we can life do, without you. Yes. As college football, we can do without. We can do without Oklahoma, Nebraska. But God forbid that we have to survive without. Rutgers, Maryland, no, but so important to the game. So Michigan, for example, is keeping Ohio State and Michigan State as 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 protected matchups every year. Uh, But then Penn State looks around their storied rivals and says, "Yeah, we don't see any." (laughs) So they have there are no protected matchups for 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 Penn State, Um, and uh, uh, so there you go. But everyone is going to play everyone. Over a four-year period, everyone's going to have a home and an away game against everybody.
1: Yes, which is obviously better for
0: fans. I think this all makes sense, don't you think?
1: Yes. I, I suspect that the SEC is going to go to something similar to that once everyone else joins.
0: I see, once Oklahoma-Texas join. All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk to Chris Harrington on the other side. We'll do that next. Jeff Dawkins show 92.9 FM ESPN. Coming up at 11 a.m. it's the
2: Jason and John Show weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN Memphis's Sports Station. Just
3: a quick back you up. Unless
1: you're living under a rock, you know that the greatest soccer player in the world, Leo Messi, just signed a massive deal with Inter Miami of MLS. Miami is third from the bottom, so did it change their odds to win the MLS Championship? Of course, the odds fell from 200 to one to 30 to one to 18 to one in less than an hour. If you you think Messi can win the title in his first year bet him now because those odds will drop like a rock I'm Trista Crick helping you beat the books.
4: anywhere fans go to cheer on their team
0: there are behind the scenes MVPs ensuring everything is game day ready we see you Joe fixing seats so every fan can enjoy every game and Allie who keeps her stadium running smoothly
2: from the moment the first game starts Hi. to the last play of the season at Granger,
0: you're our MVPs. And we're always here for you. With supplies and solutions for every industry and 24 7 customer support. Call, click or just stop by.
3: Granger,
2: for the ones. Go get it done. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota
3: in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot, so you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell, I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And, of course, we're always open at Red River
4: Ford Toyota. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day, if you push for that promotion, and even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's
2: talk about the if in life. Regent's Bank and Bryce
4: Fin Life. Regent's Bank, member FDIC.
5: With the new hot games from the Tennessee
4: Lottery, cold hard cash is waiting to take your summer fun to the next level. And with sizzling top prizes of up to $500,000, these games could have what you need to make everyday fun in the sun.
2: Oh yeah, this summer is going to be a scorcher grab the new hot games today at your nearest tennessee lottery retailer but careful they're hot the tennessee lottery game-changing fun please play responsibly by texting sixty-four thousand, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Babbel. message and data rates may apply no purchase required terms apply available at babbelcom slash tnc i always wanted to learn spanish but i never thought i'd have the time then i discovered Babbel.
4: Babbel's lessons are fun they only take like 10 or 15 minutes and in three weeks presto you're starting to speak another
5: language like magic
3: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos.
2: You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's
4: no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. Babbel.
3: Babbel. Babbel. Evidemment. Text RADIO to 64000 to try Babel for free. That's RADIO to 64000 to try Babel free. R-A-D-I-O to 64000.
0: To go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileSutterMemphis.com.
5: Hey, Kathy, what if I want to change my
1: insurance plan? Steve, State Farm is here for your what ifs. So what if I want to change from a radio dude to a circus ringmaster? (laughs) State Farm is here for your what ifs. Call or text Kathy Thurman Edwards, the State Farm agent on Brookhaven
3: Circle, 901-767-7744. My team would love to help you with your what-ifs. We're not as cute as Jake, but we're better looking than a lizard. Found the roof leak. Where? See those shingles?
2: What do we do now? I pity the fool. You need the A-team. What? What? 18 Roofing in Collierville, one of only two diamond contractors in the Mid-South. They're a licensed general contractor, but also a licensed insurance adjuster. When it comes to insurance approval, the decision really is in the details. Well, yeah. Get your roof done right. Call the A-Team. 901-605-ROOF. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online reviews. You okay? I'm A-OK.
3: TeamRoofers.com. Crime is out of control, and many people are asking what can they do to protect themselves. Well, you can start by saving money at the largest indoor gun range and Academy in the Mid-South, Top Gun Memphis. We have the largest gun store of any range in the Mid-South, and we save the average shooter about $15 over any other range when you come out and shoot. Sign up for your permit to carry class at TopGunMemphis.com. Come to Top Gun Memphis, save money, and pick out the right firearm for you. TopGunMemphis.com.
2: WMFS FM and HD One Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers. Talk always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say, play 92.9 ESPN. Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup Service Master by Cornerstone Now, back you to the Jeff Hawkins Show Live from the Genesis here. Memphis Covington Pike Studios On 92.9 FM ESPN Now you're
4: gone and hours seem like years So darling,
3: I sing my song
0: Make my heart beat. All right, back on the Jim talking show. Let's do this Cassandra deal.
2: Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 929, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now. Starting at just $10, go to USFL.com.
0: Cassandra joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to?
5: Um, that's um. If you can hear me, I mean, I'm not hearing you very well. But that's uh, my song, by Johnny A.
0: the late great Johnny Ace, uh, born in Memphis in 1929. Oh. Uh, Chris, they're gonna save the Mid South Coliseum. Uh, we've been trying to do that for a long time.
5: Yeah, I, I, I don't
0: know, man. <laughs> Did you read the piece? Did you read the uh the piece by the? Two folks who I mean, I, 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 I scanned it. I mean, I've heard people
5: make the um, Charlie Brown, Lucy football, you know, analogy or try to make that with the conference right. stuff the last couple of days. Like, the Mid-South Coliseum is like a real version of that. And it feels like, you know, it's just a cycle of, like, variations on the same idea and you get new people to make the same arguments. And, like, I'm not, like, someone who's committed to tearing that building down, but I just don't – I. Nothing has ever been persuasive about it to me, you know, in the last 10, 15 years. And so it feels like more of the same. I mean, good luck to them, but it really feels like they're just, everyone's waiting until, like, you know, there's funding that can come from somewhere else to tear it down and put something new there. And it feels like everybody knows that's the deal at this point.
0: Yeah, the uh, what was interesting to me was because the, the 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 two people who wrote the piece in the Daily Man, if you can read it over there, folks. Is, um, they're obviously credible people. Um, Ken May was a long time executive with FedEx and Top Golf, and um, and so. But what was interesting is like reading then the 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 piece. There was no sense of where money was coming from or who. Like, it, right. it, it was just sort of, hey, wouldn't it be nice to have a small concert? Place, you know, and yeah, no, and, uh, I mean, <laughs> so, oh my god, no, yeah,
5: no. If someone, if someone of, of private means, wants to step up and say, "I want to invest this in the Midtown Coliseum to do this," I think people would be very receptive to that. But until until that happens, just demand that the public, the public, do it. When a, I don't think the public cares, and b, it's going to be a money losing operation almost certainly to try to run it as a you know what it used to be. I just, it, it all seems a non-starter to me unless some pri- someone privately wants to have that money in it.
0: Um, the, uh, I found myself, I, 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 I read, I've, <laughs> speaking of, of Charlie Brown and footballs and, and doing the same thing over and over, I happened to find uh, a piece you wrote in 2017. I don't know what the hell was happening. Oh, it was Graceland. It was Graceland. This was back when we were both at the CA. And you wrote, I, I wondered if all of this is still true okay? This is uh, six years later. We seem to, this is, I'm I'm quoting you, I'm reading you to you. We seem to spend a lot more time talking about where we might host events than we do actually going to events. And if you say that's because we don't have enough events to go to, I'd say it's more about the chicken than that particular egg. The Memphis metro area has lots of venues, as imperfect as some of them are. FedEx Forum, Lander Center, Snowden Grove, Orpheum, Cannon Center, most of them are empty most of the time. For the most part, more venues won't create more events, only further disperse them. More ticket-buying demand will. The city's issue, from the small clubs to major arenas, is more about demographics than venues.
5: Yeah, I think all that's true. And I, wrote, I also wrote a column about a year ago, I think last fall, late last summer, on the Coliseum and Mud and Island. And so, like, you know, I mean, it feels like we're, we're constantly circling around the same, the same stuff. But I I think that's generally true. I just don't, I've never seen some indication that trying to make the Midtown Coliseum some variation of what it used to be is going to generate enough use to make it worth doing. You know, if you set aside the nostalgic appeal or the desire to save the building, I just, I've never been persuaded. And I've read studies on it that people have put out. I've never been persuaded there's enough activity to warrant the investment.
0: Well, and that's the thing. You're, you're, you, you, you. And I'm not the person who has to be persuaded. By the way, right. like other people have not been persuaded, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It, it would take a significant chunk of money to restore that place to some operable version of itself, and you would then need the activity in the building to uh, to to you know to pay down that debt and everything else, and make money and 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 pay the bills going forward. And so far, at least, there's been no evidence that's possible. Plus, you've got a mayor who's very committed to put a soccer stadium there, and I don't know whether, what's going to happen with that. We shall see. But I, I was surprised to wake up. I, I I did. I had to check the date. I woke up this morning and saw that piece in the Daily Memphis. I'm like, what in the world? You know, yeah.
5: I, another point to make to elaborate on that. Not only do you have a mayor who seems to really want to put a soccer stadium there, you know, it's, the, it's the same mayor who I think would have been very amenable to keeping the Mid South Coliseum. This is not... Absolutely. I don't think Jim Strickland... He did not he doesn't want to get out Strickland. there with a
0: sledgehammer. He's, he did not hate the Mid-South Coliseum. No. Right, right, I right. Think.
5: I, I think he would have been perfectly happy to, like, keep the Mid-South Coliseum and reinvent it if it seemed viable. And I think he has been through this now for two terms, and I'm not to speak for him, but it seems pretty clear to me he doesn't see it as viable. Yeah, he I guess never said otherwise. If,
0: if they do ever... we can Putting aside the merits of the soccer stadium, if they ever do tear down the Mid-South Coliseum and put the soccer stadium there, I guess from this group of... 100 people who desperately want to save the Mid-South Coliseum, Jim at that point will be cast as a villain. Um, I don't think Jim Jim is a villain here in, in that. I think he was totally open to all kinds of uses for the Mid-South Coliseum. Alright, moving on to another topics. Um, John Hollinger, I mean, that's the second day in a row I've referenced him, but today he had his top 25 free agent rankings. And there at number 20, Dylan Brooks, he has a, uh, the board number, the, the number that he pu- puts out basically saying how much he thinks their play merits next year, um, how much they would be worth putting aside everything else next year. And the number was $17,746,207, and this is what he wrote. Under any circumstances, really? What about the circumstance where you can't find a starting caliber small forward with your non taxpayer mid level exception? The minute Memphis said it wasn't bringing back Brooks, however, he immediately became a hugely interesting free agent for any team with cap space and defensive issues. Coming off a second team all defense selection and in the prime of his career at 27, Brooks should be an attractive target for cap room. teams such as Houston, Detroit, and Houston, who need a defensive stopper and have the ability to go above the mid-level exception on a multi-year deal. Your thoughts?
5: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I got no quarrel with any of that. I, I feel like I mean, that number he's putting out there is not dissimilar from it's slightly above what the um, extension number would have been. And I think a lot of us, myself included, saw the extension number is slightly below what he was going to be willing to sign. And so the number there is rational. I suspect he'll get less than that on the market, right. but it's not an irrational number. Um, it's rough. It's a ballpark number, I think. Um, and I think he will have, whether it's for a full mid-level or for more than that in some kind of sign-and-trade or just straight, you know, if he signed to Houston or Detroit or a team that's, that's based, like I, like I always said, like Dylan Brooks is going to make a lot of money next season for somebody in the National Basketball Association. You know, people are joking about going to China. I know he's going to make 15 million or 12 million or whatever million it is, you know, in either in the starting lineup or in the rotation for an NBA team next season. Uh, you know, it's not going to yeah. be the it's not going to be the Grizzlies at this point. Um, you know, I, I, better or worse, um, but that's where it is.
0: Um, yeah, the number evidently, it doesn't take into account age. It doesn't, into off the field stuff, off the court stuff. It doesn't, you know, Kyrie's number is the highest number and it doesn't include that he's a lunatic, right? right? So, so he's not going to get that number either. Well, whatever. So, um, but the, the, the numbers really are only for ranking of, of who's the best at this point. Um, right. okay. The player just above him was on your, uh, Could he be a grizzly list and i was even thinking he was in your more practical second list and that is bruce brown of denver um and basically what he said about his number was 17 million seven hundred sixty four thousand six hundred and forty two dollars and uh what he basically said was um virtually every team with mid-level exception money or more will be circling him as a possibility
5: Yep. No, and I think the Grizzlies are among the places that would make the most sense for him, but not alone. There are other places that have opportunity there for a player like that. I mean, Cleveland it could be a Dylan Brooks suitor. Now and needs help, you know, in, on the wing like like Memphis does. I mean, I was talking to um, – I was, I was communicating with my friend Matt for a look at yesterday, who I think is going to have something coming out soon that will – be roughly similar we have this we both we both ended up with denny smith and bruce brown as who we, we thought the most likely guys were and we were talking about how you know keep an eye on phoenix because if they end up like they don't have access to the money to, to to match uh grizzly's offer for bruce brown right now but if they wave and stretch chris paul then they'll have the full mid-level and like that would be a great situation for bruce brown to go there right and so there are going to be plenty of teams that, are, that would offer him the full mid level. I don't know if the Grizzlies will be one of them, but I certainly think that's possible. And I, and, but the question would be, is anyone going to offer him more than that? And I, I that I'm not as sure about because the teams that have more to offer are more rebuilding kind of teams. I don't see them putting that kind of money into him.
0: Uh, ticking through just a few more of the names who he that were on his top 25 list who were on either of your lists. Um, just I'll go through them real quick. Chris Middleton basically was on your impractical, but who knows list, and and he said what everyone's saying, which he's likely going to opt out of his deal with Milwaukee and sign a new lower deal with Milwaukee, which makes all the sense in the world, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Cam Johnson, um, there, his number there is north of twenty six million, and it thinks could get, that's he's restricted, right? And so he he does believe he could get really popular, and given their their. Their tax issues. I mean, their their cap issues or whatever. He he, he there someone might make things difficult for him, but it's not going to be the Grizzlies, right? Um, well, the Grizzlies can only. I mean, the Grizzlies can only trade don't have him. cap space, right. so they would
5: have to get people. They'd have to get Brown. I'm sorry, Johnson and and Brooklyn into a sign and trade situation. Right. And so, if if someone with cap space, and I think Johnson's young enough that somebody could do this and the team with actual cap space throws a big offer to him, then that, that's probably going to close the door on a team like the Grizzlies.
0: Uh, Jeremy Grant, almost everyone seems to believe he's going to go back to Portland, um, which uh, seems right. Bruce Brown, we've gotten to. Dylan, I talked to. That,
5: that's, that's going to be contingent on Damian Lindler going. Damian Littler, yes. To
0: Portland. That they want. And That, that is something to keep an eye on. I see. The idea is, do they? it is amazing to me. I kind of, I really respect um, the fact that he like he gets trashed for wanting to stay in Portland. I think that's insane. Um, and uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe he won't. Um, Harrison, uh, no, I don't know. Did you even mention Harrison Barnes? He's more of a power forward. Was he? On, he yes, wasn't.
5: He, I did.
0: Um, I had him
5: in my first column.
0: His number was seventeen million. Um, I didn't write down specifically what he said. Uh, I was interested, though, in Dante DiVincenzo. He mentioned there his number was – let's see what he said about Dante DiVincenzo. Um, uh, Wait, I have – Anyway,
5: so Dante DiVincenzo is someone Uh – I haven't written about guards. Yeah. But at some point, I might write about if time shows gets traded and you have a whole guard, what are your options there – and Dante DiVincenzo will be more than likely the number one name on my list in that in that comp.
0: He has Is a small he, he's a guard. He's not I mean, he's not certainly a pure one. Yeah, but who cares? It doesn't matter.
5: I, I don't we gotta we gotta get by, past this notion that you have to have like a true traditional backup point guard to be John Rant's backup point guard. Right. You know who's playing backup point guard for the Denver Nuggets right now in the playoffs? Bruce Brown.
0: Right. <laughs> right. No, I, I guess the only question would be given that Ja's going to be gone for whatever 20 games, you and I, you, you, you it still doesn't matter you that he's not a point guard.
5: I, I don't plan my offseason around the 20 games or 25 games or 15 games or whatever number of games John Moran is missing. The right. Season.
0: Okay. No, I get that. Um, um, ah, I've lost it again. Oh, here we are. Basically, on, on Dante Vincenzo, the question is whether well, anyone values him enough to pay him as a starter with cap space or whether he tops as a mid-level exception signing for about $52 million for four years. And with a paucity of teams with cap space and crowded shooting guard market, it's possible he gets squeezed. So he could very well. You trade Tyus to get your wing. You add Dante DiVincenzo on the mid-level.
5: Again, my audio is breaking up, but if I get... If I, if I, if I, got whatever you were saying there. I think DiVincenzo is is going to be – I don't think he's going to get more than the mid-level from anybody, but I think he's going to get more than Golden State can pay him. So he's sort of like Bruce Brown in that he's a player who is very likely to move to a new team in a free agency this summer. Right. He doesn't make sense for the Grizzlies that's currently constituted because they already have Tyus Jones and Luke Kennard. But I think if they ended up moving, frankly, either of those players – we keep talking about moving Tyus Jones, which I think is far more likely – there are scenarios where the Grizzlies move Luke Kennard instead, and now you're looking to replace him. I think in either of those scenarios, if you move one of your guards in a trade and you're looking to use your mid-level exception to sign a guard in free agency, he might be the top of my list. All
0: right, thanks, Chris. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks. We really should do it. Where do you think he was? Sounds sounded like he was in a train station. Coffee shop, maybe? Oh, he was in the parking lot of the coffee shop. That, that would be my guess. Because we did this once before, and is that the trains going? What is that trains going? Is it we don't, the trolley? Didn't even go there, does it? No. What was? Well, that? the trolleys aren't running right. Asked, are, are there any trolley? Isn't there one loop that's running? Maybe the one on South there, Main. there's yeah. one that runs. There, I've, 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 I've avoided trolleys recently.
1: I'm guessing it was. I'm guessing it was the it's train. Coffee track. shop.
0: Yeah, coffee shop. You know, I don't. I know. He it sounded like he was literally in a. Train station, but um, anyway, there you go. Um What would you think of that? What do you think DiVincenzo. of that? DiVincenzo. You trade Tyus Jones uh, for Dorian Finney-Smith. Okay. And then you sign Dante DiVincenzo with your mid-level. He's really more of a shooting guard, but Chris doesn't care. I'm not it a, is funny. What, what I'm would not you... opposed to it, but you know what the thing that struck me throughout this entire conversation? I, 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 hold on. Sorry. I, I know, by the way, that you don't build your team around the first 17 games when he's going to be missing. Yeah. But wouldn't it be a little tricky to go th- for a quarter of the season with no point guard? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, that. no, no, and I'm not even talking about, like, just distribute the ball for like no, no, no point I guard don't. like there's like no point guard I would
1: say this though I'd rather go through the first like 20 games of the season like that where it feels like everyone's kind of just in like cruise control like everyone's right feels like everyone is it, it, it. I mean can Bain do the job sure yes. but like also does that you know when Dez has to Generate the offense like so, it's a lot. So, of, it, so
0: it'd be it'd be Bain, Divincenzo, Dorian Finney-Smith, Stephen, and Jaron. I mean, the thing that's that you're win some games, by the way. Oh yeah, the, the they, I, I even that would line up with plenty of games to stay afloat. Yes, plenty I mean, of wins to stay afloat.
1: I mean, it is the reality of like this is part of the situation Ja has put them in. Like they're gonna have to weigh these weigh these conversations. The other thing, though, that really is striking when you think about it, are we sure they're going to replace Dylan Brooks? Like, actually, like, get someone better or
0: have something better? No, there's no circumstance under which they're going to get someone better. I've never thought they were. Do we think they were going to upgrade? They're going to get a player? I mean, I think they're still— I, I've always said this. This idea is all they need is someone who can hit open shots and play defense. And I, so I've said all along, and I, I would, I would, during the play, I'd say this to Jason and to, to, to John. Okay. Like who do the Lakers have who does that? And there isn't anyone like the, the, Like these players who can quote unquote, who can reliably count on to hit open shots, small forwards who can, and then guard fricking anybody who, who are the, like those people don't exist. And so when Dylan was at his best, he was a, incredibly valuable. It's why the on the court off the court perform uh, stats with Dylan were always incredibly favorable to Dylan. Even when he wasn't being that efficient offensively, it was like, yeah, they are a lot better when he's on the floor. And um so no, do I think that in the end the decision to move on from Dylan was we can't deal with this, all this other crap anymore. It yes. it, it it doesn't it, it doesn't matter. So we may not get a player as good as Dylan in some ab- in the abstract cumulatively. yeah, but you can get a player who's maybe modestly not as good as Dylan, but doesn't come with any of the distractions distractions that Dylan does. Yeah, and again, like that's
1: i I'm not dismissive of that as like if you if you are at a point where you feel like he's not helping the team for more than just basketball purposes, like i I do acknowledge that that is something to consider. I, I just think that there's this growing thought of they're going to improve when I'm now coming to the conclusion, I think there's a decent chance that whenever they get to quote-unquote full strength, their starting lineup is Ja, Des, Kennard, Jaron, and Steven Adams. That's possible, too. I mean the, the, that could like, be improving. And when we, when we game, like that's the problem. It's like when you game out all these but they scenarios. To, we
0: literally never had. It's like
1: that team's really small, though.
0: We never had. We never had the starting five last year. Basically, ever yeah. did we ever? So I, like, I think they had. Some, it, 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 I, I remember looking at It's it up, an it was like abstract. Thir- it's like thirteen. It games. doesn't work. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Like you you may be downgrading from something that never existed sure. or whatever else. And so. Um, and plus you're still, hopefully you're improving cause you've got a healthy Desmond Bain. You're improving because you've got, my God, look what Jaron is becoming. Yeah. And I think there's still more there. You're improving because, uh, because Jha's not out till four o'clock every night. Right. And, um, I mean, this is the idea. And hopefully, adding this is the idea. This yeah. is the idea, and and adding on his, he's got a little time to work on the old mid range, yes. uh, uh, the floaters, and the and the stop and pop shot, the stop and pop, and the some three pointers as well, and so uh, yeah, and then and then there's just less crap too around the team, so that probably is not bad either. Uh someone asked me this. Maybe I'll save it. I think I'm going to save it for some other time all right yeah i'm gonna save it for some other time instead i'm gonna tell you this would be a great weekend to get to bounty on broad for brunch it's uh i mean you go go tonight for dinner beautiful restaurant farm to table um they uh it really is a gorgeous renovated place on broad avenue everything's gluten-free um, and and it's not because it's uh, some frou-frou-y, gluten free restaurant. It's honestly because one of the original people who was in the founding group, I think his wife, maybe his kid, someone in his family was was, was celiac. So you had to be gluten free. It's not this was not some sort of a health style choice. And so he said, I just want a restaurant where we don't where we use cornmeal instead of wheat. And so that's what they did and they never even advertised it. because if you put gluten-free on the on the door people can say i don't need to go to a gluten-free place it's like here's the truth i want if gluten you, max if you want to make sure that i'm not eating something put vegan on it right yes put the word vegan mm-hmm. on it and i'm not eating it yeah and some people might have that same reaction to so they never even advertise it and people like my god this food is delicious mm-hmm. And honestly it does, it makes like the, the, it's one, the reason I like the fried oysters so well is that the, the, the fried oysters, the the oysters are great to begin with. I don't know how exactly they, but then they use cornmeal and it makes them spectacular. Um, so, but the brunch, I was going to tell you about the brunch, the brunch is at the, the brunch at bounty on broad is absolutely tremendous. And, um, it's not like every other brunch. Like, I don't think every brunch you're going to find the, uh, you're not going to find pork belly Benedict. How great is that? Or a fried oyster omelet. Um, you might you might find places that have the wild mushroom Spanish omelet, uh, but also the Atlantic salmon. I mean, it's just fantastic. One thing after another. Gouda grits. Um, it's spectacular. Plus, you sit there, you get a bounty Bloody Mary. Maybe you get two bounty Bloody Marys and you bask in the day. It is Bounty on Broad. Beautiful restaurant uh, right there on Broad Avenue. Phone number is 410 813 1410 813 19 Broad Avenue. If you haven't been, uh, go. If you haven't been in a while, go back. See what you've been missing. It is a uh, Jeff Calkins Show. Take a break.
1: direct their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours
2: coming up at 11 a.m it's the jason and john show weekdays from 11 a.m till 2 p.m on 92.9 fm espn memphis's sports station are you ready for the biggest party of the year nickel back with a live show unlike any other September 17th, Bank Plus Amphitheater, Nickelback, The Get Rollin' Tour with Brantley Gilbert and Josh Ross. Tickets on sale Tuesday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Nickelback, produced by Red Mountain Entertainment.
5: Custom framing in Memphis since 1975, Frame Corner is proud to serve the Mid-South. With thousands of framing options available in stock, your favorite styles are easy to find here. From fun and funky colors to classic and contemporary frames, you'll find designs that fit your home or business. You can visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or call 901-682-9901. That's 901-682-9901 for Frame Corner.
4: Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day. If you push for that promotion. And even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early. If you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested.
2: Let's talk about the if in life. Regents Bank, embrace the infant
4: life. Regents Bank, member FDIC. Seems like everything costs
2: more these days. Food, utilities, medical costs, you name it. But as prices go up, our family budget stays the same. Fortunately, with Farm Bureau Health Plan's core choice coverage, we can save $3,600 a year compared to the leading competitor. And we've got better coverage with a lower premium, lower deductible, free telehealth visits, and access to one of the largest networks available. Start saving today at fbhp.com or visit your local Farm Bureau office.
3: Hey, Mary, is that a new phone? Yeah, just upgraded at T-Mobile. Their new Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same great phone deals as new customers. I am so jealous. AT&T's got me locked into a three-year device contract, and my phone is locked to their network, too.
4: Ooh, that's a long time.
3: Three years. That's like the length of two and a half relationships. It's time to ditch AT&T. Bring your locked phone, and T-Mobile
4: will pay it off, and they'll give you a new 5G phone for free.
3: Boom! You hear that, AT&T?
0: That will
2: Introducing the easy, unlock. Bring your AT&T locked phone, trade it in, and T-Mobile will pay it off up to $650 and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones for free. Plus, next time, you're ready for an upgrade a
3: whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T-Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid mastercard in 15 days. Free phone via 24-monthly bill credits for well-qualified plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Ctmobile.com.
2: So you're looking to unwind after a long day or celebrate with friends. You want music, but you also want something else. Bourbon. At Blue Note Bourbon. We believe music and bourbon have something in common. They can lift your spirits, soothe your soul, and take you to another place in time. So here's the great music. Good times and great bourbon. Pick up a bottle today and let Blue Note Bourbon be the soundtrack to your night.
4: Mom, Dad sis here we go again why
3: are you in a suit picture if you will a world with the best network imaginable i'm talking about the xfinity 10g network go on mom remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online now you can binge and Susie, we will have fast internet in the basement nice if you have any questions here's my card this is
4: just your name on a gum wrapper
3: introducing the 10g network only from xfinity the future starts now Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit per second internet on the next generation Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required, and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary.
1: If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people,
3: even the most difficult jobs to fill.
0: See why four out of five employers who post a job on
4: ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E.
0: Windy Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Me <laughs> time? Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose
3: wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may
4: vary. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So, whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
0: Jeff Gawker, show. All right, several very important matters I need to discuss. One is, do we want DeAndre Hopkins to become a Tennessee tight? So, I'm totally fine with it. I'm more curious, do
1: you? Because I presume the idea of, like, we've talked about with quarterbacks, like you want them out of the AFC, but they're all just decided they're all going to the AFC. Yeah. To avoid him going to the Pats, do you have 100%. to sit there and go? Go yeah, to the Titans? Absolutely.
0: I, I have no. I, this is this is. First of all, I, I don't have. I don't have deep hatred of the Titans. You know, I, I like Bennett. I know he cares about the Titans. Uh, it's been a long time since the whole Titans, Liberty Bowl fiasco, right? That, all that stuff. I, I, people know that I, I, I'm not always wild about Nashville. But even there like Nashville and Memphis are becoming brothers in arms in the in 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 the in the political wars in the, in the state of Tennessee. And so um so I don't pull for the Titans. I wouldn't say they're my five, top 5 10 15 20 25 favorite teams. But the real thing that happens to happen with the Titans is they're irrelevant. Yeah, who cares? It, it feels so, like it feels I mean, like
1: their time has passed. At least in this, they're gonna have to do it again.
0: So I, I you know, like I, I, I don't care who they add. Like they're not, they're not some threat to the right. Bills. They're not in their division. They're not gonna. They're, they're, the Bills aren't gonna be playing them in the AFC Championship. They're, they're doing the best they damn well can over there, man. And uh, they got Will Levis endangering. Memphians walking down Broadway as far as I can tell with some of his errant throws mm. although I, I know you were never a fan yes literally never a fan correct it the coverage of Will Levis has been really interesting because he's been just getting ridiculed for his for his play in what are these voluntary minicamps OTAs OTAs yeah. whatever they are on Option. optional you know <laughs> every single I don't even know if you could call them optional
1: anymore, but I think every
0: single misthrow throw is like breaking I, news. Is breaking news. Yes. Yeah. And and there's a lot of them. It's like it's you know what it is? It's like it's like carjackings in Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like You can't pick your favorite one. There's too many there's, to choose from. There's another. Yeah. One. Is this really all we're gonna talk about, ladies and gentlemen? Every single day? Tell me when a car isn't carjacked, and then that's the news. Or when will will Levis hit someone in Correct. stride? Correct. Right? On time. On time. Yes. Uh, so I don't have any I don't have any fear of the Patriots. I don't really care. And if I'm looking for I also don't really know how much DeAndre Hopkins has lost, but let's just stipulate that he's going to be something resembling the DeAndre Hopkins of old. He didn't scare I, the, a very safe place. It's like if you have an explosive device and you need to take it to bury it somewhere, you know, or or uranium that you want to put somewhere Mm -hmm. where it's not going to hurt people. So the plot of The Dark Knight Rises. The Titans would be somewhere, a a safe place to put something dangerous. That's the middle of the ocean. It's like the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. It's like the middle of the NFL ocean. And so you can just go put it there and no one will even, he can do his thing, make his money and no one will care. Whereas the Patriots, they don't scare me either in terms of Broadly speaking, in the AFC, but they could beat the Bills. They're going to play them twice, and I just assume I'm not have DeAndre Hopkins. So it's that's a no brainer to me. And right now, the only places we know he is scheduled to it visit, to visit Titans basically now, right? Correct. This weekend, I believe. And then um, the Pats next week. and the Pats next week. And obviously, I I I think the Pats can probably
1: pay a little bit more. I mean, I still think Hopkins is good. I think I think the disaster that was Arizona kind of distracted everyone in the fact that he missed right. the first six games. I still think he's a really good receiver. With that said, I think this all boils down to, you know why neither of those options feel very scary? Because we don't believe in either quarterback, or any of the quarterbacks. Right. Whether it's Tannehill yeah.
0: or whether it's Levis, and whether it's Mac Jones, like, I and just. Had and Deandre, and, Deandre, and in the end, DeAndre Hapskins could have taken less money and gone somewhere. I mean, he could make basically no money and gone somewhere. Yeah, ring chasing. Um, but but he's not ring chasing; he's dollar chasing, and that's okay. Correct. Uh, good for him. I got no problem with that. Okay. Next thing. I did happen to talk to my brother about the antitrust. Uh, about the, it, various people have asked me. My brother Steve, uh, who is a law professor and uh, was once general counsel to the. General trade to the Federal Trade Commission um he was on with us once what was this what were we talking about then the lawsuits
1: I think it was yes it was this it was the it was the the live lawsuits against uh the live lawsuits against the PJ Tour yeah so um no they, it was the temporary restraining orders remember when the players remember when the players oh, right in, yeah they were it in was the all parking happening lot. In yeah. the
0: parking lot yeah anyway he was he was really good and people remembered that of course he's really good Um, and, uh, uh, and so they asked me what he, what he thought. It's oddly enough, he had tweeted out this already three days ago. Um, in the players who sued the, the live players who sued, um, the tour PGA tour, they wrote that the tour has quote monopoly power over the market for the services of professional golfers. For elite golf events in the United States. That's what they have. Right. So Steve tweeted the other day, if the tour has monopoly power over the market for the services of professional golfers for elite golf events in the United States, as alleged in Live players complaint, how can a merger not lessen competition? Right. And they're, you're they're... Already suing about a monopoly and all of a you're sudden They're suing about a monopoly and what you're saying, what you're saying is, yeah. We're going to fold our tent. We're going to join their monopoly to make it like your make monopoly even more monopolistic. And yet we'd let you t- t- disregard. Never mind. Correct. Please disregard the fact that just the other day we were calling a monopoly. It's not a monopoly. We think this should go through. Right. Um, That's never made sense to me. It's kind of crazy. Now, me- those were just they were just alleging it was a monopoly. But the truth of the matter is their allegations are. Always seemed pretty spot on, and so how is this not a monopoly? In order to to be to be have a not monopoly claim claim work well, that's what that was. A there has to be a monopoly. Second, you have to have abused the monopoly. That, that's a, that's, this is if, if you're if you're claiming that's what the, the players were claiming right. of the PGA. The way it works if you're having a merger to have a merger approved or an acquisition approved. Um, you have to, you, you can't get it approved until at least 30 days after notifying the FTC and the Justice Department. Okay, so that's the calendar. You've got to, you, you, the thing can't close. You've got to give the FTC and the Justice Department at least 30 days to raise their hand and say, whoa, 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 for literally any acquisition or merger. All right. Oddly enough, though, it doesn't apply to every kind of joining. Like, okay. So joint ventures does not apply to. So, And we don't know what the hell this is exactly. It, it, we, it hasn't been we, – we don't know exactly. Very light on details. It's very light on details. Typically when you have – like if you've got two airlines merging yeah. or two uh, banks merging, when the thing is announced, and this is one of the things that struck Streve, is it'll say – and one of the reasons we believe this is an appropriate merger is – like, and the the antitrust implications will be discussed right up front. Right. Because it's because it's not mono, it's not monopolistic, right. because whatever, and there's they're, plenty whatever. They're making of whatever, persuasive and this case. Like, so, yes. and they, they, make, they, they explain why we've thought about this, and, yes, yes. this is going to go through. There's literally never been – there's not been a mention or a consideration of any of this. So, anyway, what will happen is um, – Either they'll be informed that this is happening, the Justice Department uh, uh, and the FDC, or the Justice Department and the FDC can basically raise their hand. And the Justice Department is already investigating the PGA. Correct. It's kind of hard to believe that there's not going to be serious antitrust implications here. And then the other thing that's kind of hard to believe... Well, unless Unless you want to really go... Uh, plus by the way England has their own very highly yes, regarded the EU too. Uh, the, yes. very highly regarded and I trust division and I trust apparatus and they can block unless what are you going to say unless what I
1: mean to me the this is where it gets like really depressing. I mean what if the government's signed off on it because hey we do business with Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's. I'm not that. I mean I don't think I'm that's not, likely. I'm not that cynical about it. Um I mean, literally right now the US and Saudi Arabia are, but I don't, yeah, I, I I don't think maybe I'm, I'm too Pollyannish, but I don't think I'm, I don't, I'm not that cynical about it. But anyway, so that the answer is, is that Steve is wondering the same thing y'all are wondering or anyone who's, if you've won, if you, there are a few of you who've wondered how the hell is this, how the hell does this work? How is this not anti-competitive? And Steve has basically. And I was I was reading a piece yesterday. So Ed Hurley he is an
1: attorney and a very good one, and a mergers and acquisition attorney. But one of the pieces I was reading yesterday is, it's entirely possible like this doesn't have strong antitrust protections because it seems there was no antitrust lawyer in the
0: room. It's funny though if if they're M and A people, which there are, they are. Yes. They. That should be Every, the first thing, right? Well, those people know how it works, right? So it kind and of the only crazy. thing I
1: think of is they were trying to keep the room super, like super small.
0: But some of the people who are in the room are emergents, and so they would have should have thought of this. I mean, they they would have thought. I'm sure they thought of this. They yeah. didn't not think of this. Okay, then the other thing that happened yesterday was just bizarre to me. You had Jimmy Dunn emerging. Did you see Jimmy Dunn's interview with Michael Rosenberg? I at Sports saw Sports Illustrated. I saw clips. Okay. No, well, he was
1: also on Golf Channel. I saw clips of the Golf he Channel. He did an interview. Yeah. yeah.
0: So basically, Jimmy Dunn was one of the people in the room. Not only was one of the people in the room, here was his first WhatsApp message at 7.10 a.m. on April 18th. He sent a WhatsApp message to the to the dude. We're going to call him yes, the dude. See her. Yes, seer. Yes, He said, yes, seer. So you can get this on WhatsApp. My name is Jimmy Dunn. I'm a member of the tour policy board. I'd like the opportunity for a call and hopefully a visit. That's when this began on April 18th. It was Jimmy Dunn who sent that text. So Jimmy Dunn emerges yesterday. He does the interview at the golf channel. He does one with Michael Rosenberg. But the one basically this is what he said. He's like, he's taken aback by the re and he's he was kind of sputtering and furious by this. He said among a, a, he actually is a guy who lost a whole uh, half his company. Sixty five. I think it was sixty five employees in the 11 nine eleven. So he is not insensitive to uh all of this. And he said, listen, if you can find someone who's involved with 9-11, I will kill them myself. Yes. (laughs) which is a colorful little detail to add to this ongoing drama. So, uh, but, but he does not, he, he does not, he does not struggle with, with the Saudi investment fund being, uh, involved in this and doesn't think they Saudi investment fund was personally involved, uh, with killing half of the 65 of his colleagues. Anyway,
1: but the real— It is also important to note, like, Saudi Arabia post-9-11 has been one of the single biggest Middle East supporters of the United States of America.
0: The other—but um, the but what he basically said was the message that he wanted to give, and you may roll your eyes at this, there's much to do about nothing here. The PGA—this is—here this is, are the details that he laid out with uh, S.I. The PA, PA, PGA Tour will still be called the P G A Tour. Now, Commissioner Jay Monahan, who will also will also see uh, Live Golf, um, and Monahan has told Yesir uh, they will evaluate Live at the end of the year. That's it. He's told Yesir that. So that's one thing. If if Monahan wants to disband Live, he can. Um, if Live golfers want to pay on the tour, Monahan and the current PGA Tour leaders have to approve the terms, and if they return, uh, the penalties will be significant. Third, uh, the investment fund is not actually contributing anything directly to the PGA Tour or its players. Um, yes, they get this right of refusal on future investments. So if, they, if the Tour wants to buy Pebble Beach, uh, the investment fund has to be its partner. Right. Um, and, uh, but the T tour will be the controlling partner and in any of those investments, uh, the investment fund has not promised a single dollar investments and the tour has not promised the Saudis anything other than that, right? of first refusal, uh, basically he's just saying all they wanted to do was be involved in golf at the highest level. And, uh, and, and now we're letting them be involved in golf at the highest level. This idea that they bought golf is crazy that's that was the whole message and what's interesting is we can call that delusional or whatever else but can't people get their messages like if that's true what Jay Monahan's original performances was such a bungle mm-hmm. like the rollout of this thing has been atrocious so no, people people that have like aren't
1: observers of golf on a regular basis you're now realizing like why like, hardcore golf fans don't think Jay Monahan's very good and don't like what – like, the tour is terrible at messaging.
0: and like, who the hell – like, yeah. you can now – you got a sputtering Jimmy yes. Dunn emerging from the back room saying, whoa, 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 you guys got this all wrong.
1: Yeah, and it's also primarily because they can't put Jay Monahan on camera anymore. Like, they, they, they tried sending him out there to take the bullets, and it,
0: it didn't go well. Hey, showboat's tomorrow. At, 2 the Bowl, 2 at the Liberty Bowl. 2 p.m. at the Liberty Bowl. Be there. Be square. Woo. Wow, so do we have a showboat sounder? Do we have a showboat sounder? I do you not. Know, know where that is? Never
1: mind. What's coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason John. Anthony Sane joins them at 1125. Brian Scalbrini will join them at 125. Blake Topmeyer joins us on Giannotto and Jeffrey at 240. Jeff joins Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, everybody. we got to
0: get out of here. Back Monday. For now, our work is done.
2: 929 FM broadcasting at 680 a.m. Smart speakers say play 929 ESPN at 929ESPN.com and anywhere on the free Odyssey app. Memphis's sports station
4: and podcast leader, 929 FM ESPN. Need help finding the perfect engagement ring? Hi, I'm Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers. Memphians have trusted my family to help them celebrate life's most important events for over 60 years. We continue that tradition with our knowledgeable staff and the largest array of diamonds and mountings to fit. any budget and every style. From custom designs to our carefully hand-selected collections, we have the most beautiful jewelry that's sure to win their heart. Located at 4900 Poplar Avenue near the corner of Hall in East Memphis, James Gaddis Jewelers, your Memphis family jeweler. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson,
3: real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis group at their real estate agency. Jen, everyone's talking
1: about how high interest rates are right now. What do you think? I have this conversation all the time where buyers are nervous about jumping into a higher interest rate, but if you're a first time home buyer, the interest on rent is 100%. That's the first thing I'll say. If you are paying $50,000 over the value of a house plus concessions, plus you're paying for everything to get a three and a half percent rate, but if I told you at 6.5%, you can get below list, you can get your closing costs paid, you can have your appraisal contingency in there, you can get repairs done on the house. And then when rates normalize, you can refinance. Well, you've still gotten the deal. Now you got the deal on the house plus the deal on the interest rate. Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carstensen in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency. 901-625-5200 or email them at sold at that's 901 625 or sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com.
4: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nickelodeon Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
3: Zaxby's new chicken bacon ranch loaded fries are a delicious combination of all your favorite ingredients. We start with a bed of perfectly seasoned crinkle fries. Then layer on crispy hand-breaded 12-hour marinated chicken. Savory hardwood smoked bacon. A drizzle of creamy buttermilk ranch dressing. And finish it off with a shredded cheddar blend. Plenty to share. But why would you? Chicken, bacon, ranch, loaded,
1: fries, woo, saucy, Zaxby's. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at redrivertoyota.com, and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at redrivertoyota.com or come see us in Win.
2: Recent weather taking a toll on your roof? A-Team Roofing has you covered, literally, with their 24-hour tarp service to stop further damage. I pity the fool that doesn't check out our online
3: reviews. a rooferscom Crime is out of control, and many people are asking what can they do to protect themselves. Well, you can start by saving money at the largest indoor gun range in Academy in the Mid-South, Top Gun Memphis. We have the largest gun store of any range in the